folks, we just going to get right into the shits. A lot of news is all over the place. And the, the latest news is one name, D-Wade. And his um, alleged, can we say daughter? Daughter is the proper. Daughter. Yeah. So can, is it possible if the actual um, operation has not taken place? Yes, because it, it goes into the respect for their pronouns. Into the respect for their Ooh, this is going to be a good one, y'all. Okay, so listen. <laughs> listen. So, okay. yeah, daughter, she, her pronouns. Listen, y'all, it is your favorite campus uncle. It's Uncle Fred in the building here with my sister in pain and struggle loss on Victory, the Liberated Project Check. What's good with you? What's good, and, y'all? And we have some guests. We have some friends. <laughs> we we do. Friends. We have some friends. Friends, introduce yourselves. <laughs> Hello. It's Nas in the building. You already know I'm here. Yes. Shamir in the building, too. Shamir <laughs> Shamir traveled all the way on up on this bitch yes sir came up here <laughs> and we put him on and we put him on the spot it was like yo you gonna you gonna be on the show let's go let's go you gonna be on the show and we have Jade right yes, I'm back for like episode like what four five three and, and, and I'm and I'm sure Jade has a lot <laughs> a lot to say shouts out to Tori Tori is in the building too you know what I'm saying Aggie, North Carolina, Aggie Pride A-N-T. And CG Ho up in the building, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. So she texted me. She was like, I'm going to come up. I want a surprise friend. I need your help. I was like, okay. So we're texting back and forth. You ain't tell him, did you? I was like, no. Like, you good with me. It's it's good. She was like, She showed in. She ain't tell me nothing. So. But we are, yes, but we, we definitely are in the building and we do have a topic for your ass today. And again, it's, I don't even need to really express or explain the topic because I mean, when you hear D Wade and the latest news that's going out there right now, you know, that's the first thing you're thinking about. Like it's so bad now that when I hear about D Wade, I don't think about a basketball career no more. Wow. I don't even like that's not well, I, it's not that I don't think about it. It's the first thing that comes to my mind now is this recent news about D Wade's child. I'm so uncomfortable. This, so I'm uncomfortable with saying that like in terms of order, because he has his two sons, but then he takes care of his sister's son. Yes. The youngest, and his younger, the younger son. blood biological okay. son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who now do they have the his, um, boys have the same mother? I believe because no. so. they were married. He was married before before Gabrielle this did is, it, right? Yeah, this yes. is not. Charles so, says yes. Whatever yeah. Charles says yeah. is right. right. Charles, not those are his two kids from yeah. the previous from the marriage. previous marriage. Yeah. And, and allegedly he has another baby. Where he has yeah. another baby because yes, him and Gabrielle. Kavia, James. No, oh, this oh, this is a different child. Not Kavia James. Kavia, the daughter, the youngest, the, the baby. The, the no, that's the one that they have mm. together. Him yeah, and Gabrielle. Yeah. No, they have that. That was um, where did the name baby, James come from? Baby out of wedlock, LeBron. He is a LeBron. Well, not Kobe yeah, he does. Yeah. He's right, so he said him and, <laughs> him and Gab, they broke up. They had a time, and then he Child. had a relationship with somebody else. And he said that was one of the hardest things that he had, you know, to do was to tell her about, you know, again the baby. So, okay, yes. oh, so Kobe one, two, James. okay, so okay, Kavia James. So he has four children. Where does James come into play? Yeah. James is a unisex name now. 
No, but like, is that the last name? No, no it's, it's her middle name. Her no, middle it's name connected is to, no, it's connected to Gabrielle Union's one of her father, grandfather. That's where James. Okay, died. all right, Come all on right. Now. So, okay, we eliminated that. Let's yeah. get to the shit. Let's <laughs> let's talk about this. So, the news that's out there is the fact that D Wade's former son. What was his name? Can we please Google the name? It's Zaya now. It, it's it, Zaya now. It's Zaya. Zaya. Mm-hmm. We'd be, at that point, we'd be referring to Was it Zion? Was it Zion? His older brother named no, Zion. No, Zion. It, no, it was Zion. It was Zion. Mm-hmm. Zion. Oh, yes. So then mm-hmm. it kept. So the, the news is, is that Zion or Zaya formerly known as Zion mm-hmm. uh, has identified herself as a woman. Correct. And how old is Zion? And 12, 12, 12, 13, 12, 12 going on 13 mm-hmm. at some point. Right. So and the world was taken by storm because, you know, not so much as a fact of it, of D Wade and family uh, not supporting, but they actually supported the daughter's choice in identifying as a daughter or as a woman with all the pronouns. That go with the association of a woman. And I think it first started with a picture. Remember, there was a picture. There was a there was a photo back in like 2019. I think it was like Christmas. They took a Christmas photo and they were on the steps and people noticed that Zaya was dressed very feminine. And uh, no, I think that was it. I think that was before it was before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know anything about that, but I think well, there was a multiple there was multiple multiple photos that were under extreme suspicion. yeah extreme scrutiny from the public. I feel like that's the best okay. way to put it because at the time Zion, because when you refer in the past tense, it's the name that they had at that time. So sure. Zion at the time was wearing acrylic nails. That's um, what it was. The, the, the sneakers, the nails heels, were done. The that's what it heels, was. Okay, all these things dressing. More feminine than was. usual, and the public was in Got uproar. It. Got it. And then last year, or early this year, Zaya comes out says that she identifies as a female. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's only one way that I could tackle this, and just like straightforward. So just come on. I mean, because there's no need for us to what I ain't um, sugarcoating shit. Give them, give them, give them the. Uh, Give him what our, our schnick. What we what we say. Give him our schnick. Disclaimer. He's all turn around. Disclaimer. The disclaimer. Give him the disclaimer, disclaimer is right now. We own all of our content, our conversation. We're not coerced in any faction, mm-hmm. in any fact at all. Nope. And you, y'all know where we at. So if y'all having any questions or any issues with it, like, like come at us. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then not in that particular instance, but we have. Um, some things that we want to share and to say about it and add some additional fabric and some perspective to it as well. That's our disclaimer. And if you can't get right, you will get left. You'll get left. So with that being said, let's talk about this shit. How do we feel about one, a 12 year old identifying themselves as a woman when they were born a man and how do we feel about D Wade's position and him supporting the decision of his daughter acknowledging that they are a woman? So I feel as though that the child making their own decision 
to identify themselves as a female now. I just feel like that is a societal norm. Like we experience things, we see things in the world and in our lives and we question it like, oh, that fits quite well with me. And I like that. And I like playing with dolls and I like doing this. And I like my nails like this. And oh, my hair feel good. Like, and, and then, and that experience may come from a male. So at that age, I'm not surprised by it for a parent allowing that. I think I'm kind of on the fence because of the societal norms. Like I feel like that you can be against all odds when it comes to, you know, just doing things where it's just for like, you're, you're young, like your feelings are still developing. Like you, you're not even like really dictating like what's really best for you. Like mm-hmm. how can a 12 year old can sit here and say me being a female is best for the rest of my life when you only experienced the 12 years of it. So I just feel as though that I'm not shocked by it and I'm not surprised because it's a societal norm. Zaya or Zion how are we going to identify his child as? But I just feel like that the child has really experienced certain things that are not a, a lot of children experience. Mm-hmm. And especially with, you know, their parents being public figures and celebrities mm-hmm. and things like that, they go through different experiences versus what an original black family would. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like that it is a societal norm. And as D Wade making that decision for his child, I feel like that's upon the child. I mean, the the parent's decision. So if you want to make a decision for Carter and so and so does your wife, that's on you guys' decision. So we can't sit here and say that's a bad decision because whatever they feel like is best for your child, that's best for your child. Same thing for you, you guys' children. So it just comes to a point where we can have our own opinion, but we can't sit here and say that's wrong because yeah. that's what they feel for their children. Anybody want to respond to that? I agree completely, like wholeheartedly in terms of just regardless of the conversation had, it's still their family, their dynamic. You know, I would hate for somebody to come into my home and tell me they don't like how I dress. And they tell my mom, I don't like the way your daughter looks today because it happens. I'm like, I'm from a Caribbean household. So I know that the old heads love coming in and saying, why is why does she look like that? Like, why is her hair not brushed? Why is she wearing pants like that look like that? So regardless of the fact is that for me, like Nas was saying, yeah, like when your parents are celebrities and everything that you do is under scrutiny, like um, president, president, period, president Obama's children, (laughs) his daughters are always under scrutiny. You know, Malia and Sasha, they're just. They're girls that are already trying to live their life. And it's always some tabloid saying, well, somebody was seen drinking. And I'm like, well, they're in college. So that's not surprising. But, you know, D Wade's daughter, she been through a lot. Regardless, imagine wearing what you want to wear and having millions of people tell you that you're a little faggot boy and all these kind of things and all these the hurling, all these insults all the time. And you have to go on your phone every day and see these kind of things and be some, you know, and just have to roll with it. Allow me to interject. Okay. Because we talk about celebrities and a pressure. Okay. Do you really think that Zaya and with her father being who he is now, despite all the riches and the fame that she is going through the same ridicule that anybody else will go through? 
No. 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 Not at all. no, I don't think not so. I just feel like it would be twice as worse. Yeah, it's exemplified. It's because exact especially if your parents are glorified in the way they have put their time and effort on this earth already. Yeah. And for that being D Wade and Gabriel Union, it's more so of a perspective that they're gonna get backlash, especially since they're they're the type of celebrities where people look up to them. And people and the people are inspired by them, especially guy regular regular guys playing basket playing basketball, and then they want to be just like D Wade one day, and then now it's like, oh, my favorite basketball player got a gay son. And you, well, let's be real about it. We know that they're talking about it. We know even those cats that indicate that they rock out with Dwayne Wade and. Gabrielle Union and the son known Zion to Zaya. Of course, they're talking about it because at the end of the day, we do, in addition to living in a patriarchal society, we do live in a homophobic society. Now, let me say this for me as a parent, I'm not necessarily indicating that if Jonte were to say, mommy, <laughs> I want to, you know, be a, a he, a him and whatever the other, you know, the other pronoun is, let me just be real, transparent and honest. I listen, we, we would go to counseling. We would do some other things, I think. And I want Jade and Nas to weigh in on this um, because they have two other perspectives. I'm coming from the parental perspective and then they can come from the psychology perspective and the women genders perspective and a black man and a black man's perspective. And a nigga's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> the black man would be Shamir. The nigga is definitely free. <laughs> and a nigga's perspective. Emphasis on niggas. Straight off the ghetto, on the east side of Buffalo. <laughs> I think sometimes, sometimes we jump to instantly, okay, honey, okay, darling, let's do this without moving through other avenues and proper ways to properly diagnose. And I'm saying this as an individual who worked in pharmaceuticals. I'm saying this as a social scientist. I'm saying this as an individual who works with all kinds of individuals, human beings. And I think we live in this kind of instant gratification. We live in this microwave society. We live in societies where we don't want to be seen as the bad parent or the unsupported parent. So we capitulate so then that way our child won't go up resenting us and be like, dad, you're the reason why I hate my life. Slam the door. And it's conversation, it's dialogue. And let me say this, we, we already said our disclaimer, we own everything that we say. And I'm not saying that Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union did not do this for their son. I am not saying that. However, I'm saying in certain instances, we know it does not happen. Yeah. We know it does not happen. So are we going to a counselor? Is Are, are there some, uh, so clearly for a little boy to then say, I believe that I'm a little girl. I believe there's some trauma there. There's some pain There's something happened. And is it easier for us to just say, okay, wear some acrylic nails and some shoes and change your pronouns to kind of not deal with the underlying issue? That's all I'm saying. Shamir, before, because Nas is about to let it rep. Nas is about to let it rep. Shamir, what is your thoughts about all of this? I would say in the situation with Zaya that because of her upbringing, being in a, on a microscope, essentially, that it's difficult for us to say 
like, oh, she has this, she has that, she has this, that's why she acts like this. But also you got to be mindful that she grew up without her biological mother for the majority of her life. Mm-hmm. And, and therefore, like she may have resonated with Gabrielle. Gabrielle is celebrated for her beauty and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And Zaya was never a basketball player. She was mm-hmm. not masculine like her older brother. Therefore, she resonated with her stepmother. And because of that, she may resonate with being a woman, but she has not necessarily went through various steps in her lifetime to actually understand if she's willing to make that transition yet. Well, let me ask you this. You better speak to it. Why? So let to be, to be very particular and very specific, Zaya identifies as a transgendered woman. Right. Woman at 12. Yeah, Can right, we say right. women? Okay. Oh, trans, I'm saying, we're not even women yet. We're young men. A trans person. That's the 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 or she mentioned was that she doesn't want to be uh, considered gay. Right. Mm -hmm. Because in order for you to be gay, you have to be considered the same sex. She's a straight trans, right? She's a straight trans. So she made it very clear that I don't, I'm not gay because I do like boys, but I do feel that I am a woman, a girl. A, gr- a girl. <laughs> she, she feels that she is a girl and she doesn't want to be considered gay. She wants to be considered a transgendered a street, girl. A street. So what are your thoughts about that? Is there such a thing? Please, because that's what I'm trying to get to. I don't understand how unfeeling can make you feel like a physical woman. Like so, that's that's my thing. Like you can feel, you can feel like you, you can know, feel feminine. You, you can feel feminine, but that don't mean that you're a female, like yeah. at all. That just that just shows that you have feminine qualities. You have feminine traits, like and that's that. That, yeah, that's what it is. So if you feel like that, great. But you still got a dick and you still got a coon. Like I don't understand that. Like I, I like it's like just it's just that simple. Like if that's what you're just genetics say you can sit here and say that you're a female but if you want to identify yourself as something else then please do that but you cannot sit here and say that you are predestined to be a female just because you feel like that it's just like shamar said that shamir said that it's just experiences that the child resonated with Mm -hmm. and like i said it's just those societal norms and those experiences that kind of develop your thinking and it develops like what you want to do so you can be a physical male and you could be a physical female, but that does not mean that if you're a male and you feel like you're a female, that you can just sit here and just dress like you like you're a female. I feel like you're you're entitled to do that, but at the end of the day, you're still a male, regardless. I just that, that's what I just feel like. I feel like it also boils down like the conversation that we had earlier, like earlier, that it boils down to the pronouns and the the titles that everybody has. So a lot of the time it stems from a gender dysphoria. So gender dysphoria is just not feeling comfortable in mm-hmm. or not feeling an attachment to your gender assigned at birth. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people in this world that are gender dysphoric, but do not, but are not transgender. You know, there's people who have issues with just the body that they were given, things like that. You know, I know, I know um, some people who are female, identify as female, 
but have gender dysphoria. So they wear binders and they wear things to mask the femininity because yeah. they are yeah. a female. They know they're female, but they just don't identify with the like so like the society's definition of what being a female is mm -hmm. which is understandable and i feel like yes if we're gonna do the like nature versus nurture debate you know about whether you know biologically yes x and y xx chromosomes versus how you grow up to feel but i just feel like we should never short anybody of their experiences like yes zaya is you know lost in terms of just where she is in her life right now, which is understandable being the, you know, the daughter of prominent figures, your father being this alpha male in a sense and having these brothers that are alpha males and being in this doggy dog world where it's like sports, sports, yes, strength, conditioning and not being that one, you know, and Zaire, Zaire, can't, names with a lot of vowels confuse me, but he had posted on Instagram that that's the oldest brother, the oldest yeah. brother had posted on Instagram saying, regardless of how you like, you know, regardless of whatever challenges, whatever it is, you are, I love you regardless. You are still my blood. You're still family. And Zion or Zaya, I'm still going to die. I'm still going to ride or die for you. And that's where people were like, but like, but like why, you know, it's always like support is unconditional. If you really love somebody you know and it's kind of let her let her figure it out you know what i mean in a sense of yeah, like, let her if, if right now she's like i'm a girl but then you know she goes through puberty and all these things then hey and she decides that she's just kind of lost she just kind of jumped the gun that's fine but it also stems with what tamara said about we have to go to therapy and we have to you know make sure that we've knocked down like we've checked every box before we can jump to hormone suppression and hormone changing and stuff like that. We go from one thing to the next. Right. So two things. So the first thing I want to talk with before I forget is the whole counseling part about it. So I I'm going to say for a person who's studying counseling right now is that I don't think that people need counseling for whatever sexuality they are, because there are because there are counselors who counsel people for their sexuality and things like that. And I just feel like that's not necessary because at the end of the day, people go through phases mm. in their lives. Like they go through different changes. Like we change throughout, you know, our lives and things like that. And I just feel like that we have our own changes. And if we're, if, if we like literally the Wayne Way's child can say, Oh, I, I, I feel like I'm a female and then go through these experiences. And then it's like, dang, like, I don't feel like this no more. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just like, now it's even a more distraught position because you really felt like that you, this was really you. And now this is not you no more because you're not genuinely feeling it. So now you're in a deeper hole because mm -hmm. of the feelings that you thought that you knew that you felt was real. Mm -hmm. So that's just, I just feel like that, that just needs to like be like, uh, I would say like flu mentality. It has to go, it has to really run its course. And mm -hmm. it just really has to just really go through whatever go through. It's like it's like for, for somebody who doesn't want to admit, like admit they're doing wrong or whatever. And they just have to learn for themselves. That child just have to learn for themselves to see who they really are. What is the legal age for someone to actually change their sexual parts I think to can, be converted from one it, sex to you the do next. It whenever you want. No, you can't. That's me 18. I, but I think there was, uh, there was a case of it. I don't know if it was in America, but someone, they were like the first 
transgender person who actually went but they through. had to give permission right yeah from. they had to well, give no, you nice. think d-wade would give permission to do that now it um, is, you only have to be 16 years be, old. yeah you have to be 16 with a certain amount of years of mm. therapy and counseling yeah though. right so yeah. you really have to be of 16 years old of age to really make that conscious decision because there are now students that i know there are 11, 12, 13 who want to make that decision right now, but they cannot. They can't. And, and you have to go through these. You have to go through therapy because the thing is, is that they have to. It's it's a it's a very long process because you have to do the therapy and then they have to make sure like the therapist has to be so sure down to. Well, they have to the run line. different assessments and yeah, things like that for them to all of DSM-5. But in all in all actuality, honestly, for the whole thing, I really don't even care. Like I, do, it don't, I really don't. It like, don't bother me. At the end of the day, like if you choose, like if you choose to be whoever you want to be or whatever the case may be, then that's on you because that can same apply to my life too. If I choose to want to be anybody that I, that I want to feel like or be like, that's my choice. Now, in this perspective, it's a child. It's a little bit rocky. We get that, but we're in a space where it's just that's just how it is. Like there's. There's transgender, you know, children and, you know, and there's even children that look like males, but they're not males. And there's children that look like females and they're not females and things like that. So they go through their own trauma. Let me just say that first and foremost. And it's just you just don't know. You don't know what experience, what they go through. So and we're not here to judge their experiences Mm -hmm. because they've gone through whatever, whatever they've gone through. So in actuality, people can say what they want to say, but at the end of the day, Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Union and the whole time family is still going to move the way they move, no matter what nobody says. And I think that they're doing an amazing job, like regardless of the outpour and the opposition, because I have to remember the antonym and the support is that they're doing a great job. Because if we if we subtract famous and known from the equation, they are doing great jobs as parents. Like, you know, regardless of if it's transgender, gay, whatever, it's I feel like they're being supportive and they're doing what they can to prevent because, you know, teen suicide is already very high. But the rate of transgender and well, and that rate is very high. So being protective, having the ability to protect your children and be supportive, I feel like is also really important. But I, think what, but I think what protects them the most is the fact that they're wealthy and their class is different. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because if of this course. was a regular family, you best to believe that we're going to be hearing on the news about a potential suicide or mm-hmm. bullying or something like that. They are, because of who they're they protected. are, they are and their protection, they're not going to let or allow anything to happen to this young lady in regards of like feeling or seeing the physical abuse that could potentially go there, go this person's way. They're not going to let that happen. So absolutely because they have resource. So what happens to Timmy who wants to become Tamika in the hood? Oh, he honestly, he's going to get beat up. He's going to get jumped. He's going to get, Let's talk he's to gonna him have, in front of he's gonna have an extremely difficult humiliated. Life. So right. so right. And it's not about encroaching on anyone's experience to to live their liberated selves, if I dare <laughs> say. However, we have to be cognizant of messages that it do send because to Naz's point and also to Jade and Shabir, all of the points, there might be some individuals who's suffering from some form of trauma. There might just needing to kind of 
expressed himself. Shamir, I love Shamir's point. Didn't have his mother around. Gabrielle Union comes in. She's known as this, you know, larger than life figure. She's beautiful. She has a clothing line. She's the, and he might find that's the only way that he can identify with someone in a space of alpha males because his alpha don't get up like the other alphas do. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a space. He didn't have something that he could call his own. And they're like, okay, well, l- let me find this lane. And I'm not saying that Zion to Zaya did that to have their own lane, their own space. But sometimes what do they say? You know, um, some attention is better than no attention. Mm. Mm. And I just also in this particular situation, it shows how difficult it is to genuinely try to be understanding. Mm. And although it seemed very ignorant, like how Boozy was presenting his point about like, oh, Oh, I'm glad. Look, look, I pulled it up up, and that's where I wanted to go. And it seems ignorant, the things he said, but it's honestly probably what a lot of people are thinking. thinking, But seeing we're in a society in which you're constantly tiptoeing about being politically correct, Mm -hmm. as well as being a black man, you're naturally already known as homophobic. And it's, we, we deal with these stigmatisms towards us for no various, for various reasons beyond our control. But, and then we get in this situation in which Boozy says it, he doesn't say it in a, in a sugar-coated way. He says it the way probably any black dude from the hood is probably thinking like he's not in nothing. Boozy said was like, oh, don't do that. He's like, give it time. But he said it in a really abrasive way. He said it in in the barbershop way. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He said it in the barbershop way. It's like for. So So let's play it. Dwayne, wait, you going too far, dog. That is a male. At 12, they don't even know what their next meal going to be. They don't eat, they don't have figured out yet. He might meet a, a, a woman, anything, at 16 and fall in love with her. But his be gone. How he going to? Like, bro, that's, it's, you going too far, dog. For real. If he going to be gay, let him be gay. But don't cut his off, bro. Like, don't address him as a woman, dog. He, he hasn't made his final decisions yet. Don't cut his off Dwayne Wade, bro. You tripping, dog. That's Boosie's position. But is he wrong? Yes. Is he wrong? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. <laughs> because see- cause like what Shamir said, the majority of the men, not and the majority of the men that are black and brown that live in these neighborhoods that come from similar like backgrounds will tell you the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like there, like there's a quote and we're going to talk about it probably potentially later. But to sum it up, if your 12 year old wants to be in 12 year old son wants to become a woman, then you failed him as a father. Right now, we ain't got to talk about that now because that's just going to go in and that's going to open up a whole different can of worms elsewhere. But that just gives you an idea of like how the common man feels about this situation but yet we are in america that has all these tolerances all these leniencies like we we, we're so like we're so protective now Mm -hmm. because if someone like this comes out everybody has to be supportive right and if you are not supportive of this and you're opposed to it now you're the one that's going to be on the cross right your career right? is potentially destroyed. your career is over, destroyed, you know, done with. You're like Wendy Williams, like it's over. Oh, Wendy. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not one day. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what's what's our takes on Boosie and this whole, the, the, that whole thing? Because is it Boosie? I don't even, like, I think he's the only one that had the balls the to ball's say to, something yeah. publicly. But, again, that's what we, we mentioned earlier. We know that there are a whole bunch of people having a whole bunch of commentary about it behind closed mm-hmm. doors. And this whole idea of, like Ain't it crazy cool. how it's reversed now? Being politically correct, what's mm. reversed? Like in the '90s or early 2000s, it would be all the boosies Attack. out attacking, and everybody is like in hiding. But now it's reversed. Everybody is in support because people are killing each other or they're killing Killing themselves themselves, and all the boosies are in hiding now. Like you might have one or two that might say something and they're like the martyr for the cause. Right. Because they want to they want to say what they need to say. But they, you know, but they'll say it knowing for a fact that sacrifice has to come. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, but that's all I want to put out. I feel like personally, like, he said what a lot of people were thinking. We all know this. No, I think I feel like nobody's really like, oh, my God, nobody thinks that. Oh, my God. No, they do. But my issue with his statement is it, the fact that he made the statement is a problem in itself. But my issue is that he's jumping the gun on this, like the reconstruction surgery, you know, like mm. don't you know, it's fine. Like sometimes treasure who cannot afford or they just can't go through that entire process. That is fine. My issue is do not make a statement about somebody else's genitals that you know nothing about whether or not Zaya has the proper pieces is none of your business as a grown ass man. Like whether Zaya is Zaya or Zion in between their legs, it's none of your business. Mm, Okay. Um, yeah, we're, we're uh, I don't even know where else to go with this. Um, I don't know. I, I think one of the things that we're saying, one of the things that I'm saying, and one of the things that I've heard in this conversation, this dialogue is one, let's be empathetic, let's be sympathetic, let's think about the individual. And then the other thing is, let's make sure that we're not jumping the gun. Mm-hmm. We're doing our due diligence. Doing our homework. So, Right. The counselor and the the gender people in the room that, Mm -hmm. again, are studying it more in depth than you and I. Maybe you all can kind of tie it up and wrap it around. That's what I would say. Yes. (laughs) Here is something. No, no. Here is something that is odd to me. Magic Johnson's son. Yes. Has he is what is okay? What's his pronoun? Or, mm. I think he's. I think he's just he him. He him. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure EJ uses the he him pronouns. Okay. So he, yeah. Because when no, you, you don't have to have him or him or his pronouns to be gay. Let me just say that. Yeah, like the right, pronouns. Right, right, are, right. Yeah, the pronouns well, are the sexuality. Pronouns are just, yeah, pronouns yeah. sexuality. Two the reason things. why I bring him right, up is I because think. he's he poses as a she all the time. That's and and wouldn't you be like, posed because he wear makeup? N- not just makeup, like makeup, the full the thing, the f- everything, the latex skirts, everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> has he come out in support of this? Like, have we heard anything? And is he saying that he's transgender? 
Yeah, like is because that's the, literally the same. It's the right. Same it's the relationship. I would not. It's not obviously not the same, but both sons of basketball stars, things of that nature. So that would be okay. Something I like, found a yeah. quote. I found a quote. DJ stated, he said, "I always say that if you feel like you're not in the right body, then by all means, get to where you want to be. I don't feel like I'm in the wrong body. I feel like this is the body I'm supposed to be in." I don't feel like I need to transition. I'm 100% positive I won't. I'm just very comfortable in my own skin. I like my body. He said that he talks about how fashion allowed him to experiment with different temporary styles. Experience. Mm. Okay. And, and so age. Experience. Experiment. Experiment. So let me ask this question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that when through, through time, experience, maturity, that Zaya could change her mind? Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> because because we cannot sit here and dictate what the child's 10 years from lifestyle will look like. Because like I said before, we don't know if this is just a phase. And like, like you said, like she's young. We don't really know like what her thought process is when it comes to, you know, just doing other things and doing this and wearing nails and all that things. Like it could just be, it could just be, this is how I'm feeling as a child. That's going to be a different feeling when you get older. And now you, you have a different perspective now because I have a different perspective on a lot of things from when I was younger. And then from when I'm older now being almost 24. So it comes to a point where I'm, visualizing things and I'm looking at it in a different lens because of the change over time. So so wait a minute go ahead. before that. So Jay, mm-hmm. talk to what Nas just said in terms of experience and exploration and the, the question that Fred just asked. Is it possible for them to change their minds or individual and the research that came up for individuals who yeah, transitioned. Because, like Nas and I were ta- like when we were talking and when we were running through ideas earlier, how we were saying how not every trans person. No, sorry. How you can you can use whatever pronouns you're comfortable with, regardless of your gender identity in a sense of like, like I was saying how I know there's people who are not trans, but prefer using they them or prefer using him pronouns when, you know, mm-hmm. um they like live their lives in the terms of just you can be a female who just prefers he him pronouns because they just don't like I was saying, just don't. Right. But I'm, talking, but I'm talking about the individuals who and the, then who grew yeah. up and realized, wow, maybe I shouldn't have or maybe I should have waited in yeah. that. again. So I feel like. No, the research, the, like in terms of the research, like, yes, there's there a lot of there's some of examples where, in England where yes, England, there's a lot of older transitioned people who have actually turned out to just have, in a sense, jumped the gun on their transition process. You know, they they've gone through gen- the hormone therapy, the gender reconstruction, living their lives, the whole the name change, the gender change, paperwork, legally, everything being done. And they are living their lives as a female or male. And it turns out that upon seeing like a different therapist, a different psychologist, a psychiatrist, that it was just a lot of unresolved trauma and a lot of things that just they used, they used being transgender to mask as just they didn't want to be themselves. So they started just changing their entire self would be the best mm, way out of it. But I'm also that. not saying like, regardless of the research, I'm not saying that that's everybody's case. Cause that's, that's a very small percentage of the people. 
So could Zaya wake up one day and be like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm just more feminine than I thought. Yes, but we won't know. And honestly, it's not our business to know if that ever comes to fruition because they, them and she decided to make it public, but that doesn't mean that they're going to, they're going to continue, you know, maybe they've seen the effects and they're going to just keep everything in the family from now on. You can Glad we're having this conversation because, you know, um, D Wade is D Wade and his daughter is like one layer of the onion, right? That we um, as a society deal with because there are multiple layers to this conversation. Onions have layers. Yes. <laughs> and I want to I want to go further into this conversation and I want to be bold in this because we really need to know and understand the mindset, the psyche of the the black and brown community when it comes to sexual identity, sexual orientation, just I guess sexuality in itself, period. And that's a conversation that I really want to open up to the body and to us. And uh, it's going to be a very bold one. It's going to be a very uncomfortable conversation. And um, yeah, I I think, I think uh, we should have that conversation. Are we open to having such a conversation? Of course. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think that'll be good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, yeah. Okay. So then what we're going to do, right, is we're just going to take a pause. We're going to take a break because we got to, we, we got to, got to gather ourselves up for this conversation. We'll catch and, you uh, next week. You know, yeah. And uh, I, I'm going to bring some f- more friends and uh, the continuation and, and the continuation to have this conversation because uh, um, the question is, is, how do black and brown people deal with the sexual identity component and uh, what's taboo? What's not, what's uh, traditionally, what is our perspectives on it? You know, again, we could revisit the D way conversation, but it's much more than just that. It's, you know, just our fear and the quote unquote abnormal. Mm. Till then, it's for the love of peace. Peace. Bye. Adios. Later. <laughs>